And it's like now I feel kind of some kind of way in conflict because it's like I'm now appreciative of the white people coming in because I can live in a community that feels more comfortable to me. So I'm thankful for that on one hand, but then I know what the cost is. And, there's, you know, there's, it, it feel, there's this tension I feel. Like, you know, I'm, like, having to show disallegiance in one way to, you know, people that I know are being disenfranchised and being priced out and the rage that they feel. Because, you know, at the end of the day, I know that I'm not their demographic being targeted by the police. You know, I'm walking around like one of these new age Negroes that you know, has the same comfortability as white people in the neighborhood, right? I can go into the coffee shop and not be seen as a threat. Or I can, and I, just, I, I, saw, the, I saw it last night. Or maybe we should turn the film on, I don't know. I just, I saw it last night. Um, I go to the liquor store, right? Because I was cooking dinner, um, realized I needed some, some wine to accompany dinner. So I walk out, you know, whatever, jeans and, uh, jeans and regular top. Um, and this is like 8.30 at night. And um, I walk in, and I get buzzed through to the inside store part. And there's a group of brothers that come in after me, and they don't get buzzed in. They have to go to the window, right? So now is that about my womanhood? Is it about my brand of blackness? What is that? Right? And are any white people in the neighborhood being asked to go to the window? And what is the perception of that? What is the, what is the um, implied criminality of that? So, you know, it's, it's, it's something that, it's just an uncomfortable space because, you know, black, black people economically have been so separated and there's a psychology around um, educated black professionals feeling like they want certain creature comforts but want to be with the people. But even that is problematic because, you know, where our people are, there's a range of experiences and there's things that, you know, we may not like about the neighborhood, but these are our people and we understand it. And so we're in solidarity in that. But like, damn, I wish the street was cleaner, you know? Man, I wish that, you know, this was not a check cashing place, but like a nice coffee shop with Wi-Fi, right? And then, oh, look, it's, it's happening. But then what's the, what's the opportunity cost of that? And almost like a feeling like your you know, blackness is compromised because you want to stand in solidarity with the people that are losing the things that they hold dear or generationally being pushed out. Um, but on the other hand, really excited <laughs> that there's more infrastructure. <laughs> right? And so it's like this in-between, like my black card is in jeopardy. And I don't know how, you know, I don't know what to, I don't know what to do with that. Because I can't be at the rally and fully support this this economic influx, you know, but, you know, and then how do you be the voice of reason in the room that's trying to bridge both spaces and say, well, this needs to be economic opportunity, equal opportunity, you know, is there a way to create a multicultural environment where everyone is thriving and, and it's, it's a rising tides lifts all boats kind of thing.